let's crack open a beer and share some thoughts. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy the uh, the dog bolter as, as well, actually. So, we're here in Manchester. At um, last. At last, at long last. <laughs> uh, and we are being hosted in the uh, the Beer Nouveau taproom. Thank you, Steve. Cheers, Steve. For, for hosting us. Um, and we are with uh, the guys from Beer Nomicon, um, Ross and Tom. Welcome to part one of our epic two-part crossover event, yes. as, as we've been billing it. It's going like Lord of the Rings and podcasts. But I think I want at least like 10 hours of this now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's the extended version that yeah. we'll put out at Christmas yeah. for, for, for people to, to, to download. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. You can only have the extra content <laughs> if you pay for it. Um, and we are going to be talking about everybody's favourite beery subject, uh, which is untapped. Um, so we're going to get into uh, what are our ten commandments of, of untapped shortly. Um, but Everyone's ten commandments, not just ours. It's, it's not just ours. These will be. These will be just written into stone. Yeah, you can't see it because obviously it's a podcast, but there's a burning bush in the corner. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're being told what to say. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's going to climb the mountain and, and come back with it all written in stone. Um, but before we get to that, uh, we've, we uh, did ask Twitter what, what their views were uh, on Untapped. Opinions, 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 opinions. Um, and what we, we were asking was, uh, does social media, uh, uh, including Untapped within that, encourage unhealthy drinking to maintain social interaction? Um, because we want to get people's views on, on, on whether we're being driven to drink more um, by the social medias. So um, 57% of, of people said that it's about everything in moderation. Which, which I suppose it is, and we had quite a lot of people commenting that, well, I've got willpower, so I, I'm not, I'm not That's led astray. Sometimes than others, isn't it? Yeah. It's like what you got. You always go into a session thinking I will be drinking moderation, but then two hours later, it's a bit like yeah, and you're singing and yeah, I'm having a good time. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. stand on the table and have a little dance, and then you know. It's Never a good seen idea. you do that. <laughs> <laughs> there's, nice there's still time. It, it's still early. It's still early. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till he's had some more 10-6 before. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and then uh, 31% of people uh, said they've got to catch them all, which is about checking in as many beers as you can on the great thing that is untapped. Um, a few of the comments uh, that, that we had, and this, this came from Mark at Million Bevs who suggested this. Uh, for us as a as, as a poll, um, his comment was that he'd be the first to admit that he uses social heavily, drinks a lot, and spending habits were out of control too. And and I think that that possibly can lend itself sometimes to always chasing that next big release that yeah. that, that you see on Twitter. Well, the uh, fear fear of missing out. Yeah. Sounds like a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was actually because I think I think Mark has recently he's just um, he's going through a process of deleting all of his social media accounts be- <laughs> because he was he was on a mission to drink as many beers as possible. Um, yeah. I think that was that was last year, and I think he achieved what he set out to do, and, and now he's just trying to rein it in a little bit. Yeah. But, <laughs> on the basis that he was at, in Brighton at the weekend, still drinking, maybe failing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> still posting stuff on Instagram, still posting stuff on on, on Twitter, um, but. But largely, the, the, the feedback that we got fell into to, to four real themes, which uh, one was around influence, 
um, that, that others have on social media. One was around buying habits, uh, willpower. I said bullying habits. And, yeah, yeah, yeah bullying habits. You, you must drink. You must drink this beer. You must come to the pub and drink all of the great beer. Um, and then the fear of missing out as, as, as yeah. well. Um, so what your guys' use of social media, I mean, you, you use social media quite heavily, um, like we do. do. Do you find it kind of influences the way that, that you drink and the things that you're searching out to drink? It does like me, because obviously everyone follows you know, hundreds of breweries all the time and you see them posting their new beer and like, like to try it and then you see one person doubling that often. It's like, well, once you see that feedback and everyone says, someone says this is the best beer they've ever had or the best of this style. Yeah, that's it's kind of, it is that point of like, oh, I'm missing out if I don't try it. And No, that's the thing, like, with the whole influence, like, you'll see, like, like the, that, uh, what's it, that Facebook group where everyone just posts pictures of Yellow Belly over and over and over oh, again. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll have it. But then it's just like, great, that really wasn't worth posting a thousand pictures of the same beard. It's, it's kind of you see like oh everyone else is having it so I must try it as well like, yeah. again like that, that missing out type aspect is a, it can be a bit of a pain sometimes I think the problem is people seem to forget everyone has their own taste palette like yeah. and just because it's been posted loads doesn't mean everyone's going to enjoy it and then as soon as someone's like oh actually no I don't enjoy it it's just like oh you're wrong <laughs> or other people then say no actually I didn't like it that much other people then start saying I mean you also get where people you know some of the big beer releases people don't want to say they don't like it Mm. Oh, as well yeah. there's definitely and, and, and especially with the breweries we love you want to love their beers so, yeah. but there are times when a beer comes out and it's not oh it's just not quite there is it and people are le- a little bit less loath to say it mm. and probably still potentially even mark it up a little bit well that's it yeah so it's, you've had an extra half on it because like well everyone else is giving it four so if I give it because it's that five, beer yeah there's something wrong with me if, uh, if it's there rate it down like but yeah. I, I don't know I think the, the, what I find worst about Twitter is if I'm if it's a Sunday or something I'm just sat at home and like I'm not drink tonight and then someone posts like that <laughs> nice picture of a beer yeah. I'm like well like, actually it seems quite inviting that now I'll yeah. see what's in the fridge and that's what I find the worst like from on a night out it's like I don't know I don't think it influences me as much but. On, a, on a night out probably not because I'm influenced more by where I am yeah. with yeah. what my choice is in front of me if I'm on a work do in London it could be quite potentially quite limited anyway so yeah. it doesn't matter how many fear of missings out there are I've got two choices anyway or something like that yeah. you, you can only drink what you the can the afternoon drink, thing yeah. especially this time of year when someone posts like a, a really nice looking dark beer yeah it's like ooh what do you do with one of those now? Might, might just put my coat on now and <laughs> go, go down the pub and, and, <laughs> and see what nurse. they've got. Yes. I'm just a dark beer in front of a fire now. Yeah, <laughs> a, ab- absolutely. I think, I think that's quite interesting, interesting because one, one of the comments that we had was from um, Miles Lambert, uh, who says, in a beery sense, isn't social media usually responsible for what we call hype? And yeah. I, I know you guys have, have covered hype a few times. Um, I'm trying to avoid the word. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like we're trying to avoid the word cask at the moment. It's just, it's just certain words you don't want to say and <laughs> just don't want to set off. Yeah. Like, yeah, the butterfly is flapping its wings somewhere yeah. now. The cask police are on their way as, as we speak. Um, but, but yeah, so you, you know, people are on social media, they, they're using it to share what they're drinking. Um, and that, that, does that encourage more drinking among the community? I think it's I guess it's supposed to do I guess it's, you know people post on Twitter or whatever we're drinking this to get interaction from other people surely that's 
that's what I would say. That's why else would you post it? Yeah. Yeah. So if you want people to talk about it and give their opinion on that beer, uh, but I don't know. It kind of it gets difficult in what. I'm not sure it makes me drink more. You know, it makes me maybe drink differently or want, like you say, that when you like when you guys were talking uh, to Cloudwater and he was on about the 750s releases that were coming out, and I'm feeling like I want them all. I haven't <laughs> tasted them, but yeah. I, I, I want them all. That sort of thing is probably the more that the influence I get from social media, whether it be pictures, posts, or listening. But that, that, that's the other side of it, isn't it? That businesses can use it to, to, to drive traffic to, to, to want to, to drink their beers. Um, again, we had a comment from uh, Daisy Tennell who said uh, she doesn't think it's unhealthy, but it's a great way to sample and share beer experiences with others. And, and Daisy works in the industry, so she also uses it from the point of view of, you, you know, it's, it's free advertising, isn't it? Yeah. If you can get people... Uh, yeah. um, well, it's similar to the, the beer balls things on Thursdays. Yes. You have a, a tasting at nine o'clock where everyone is tasting the same beer. When I explain this to people, I talk, say it's like a, like a book club. You've read the same book, you all meet up, you drink the same beer, but you're meeting up via social media mm-hmm. and talking about the beers. I think but, a lot of it is that got to catch them all, that is the option you gave as well. It's like, you, if you like a brewery, you feel like, well, I've got to try everything they, <coughs> they put out because I want to see if it's 100%, everything they put out is amazing, or just this one beer I had was one time. I think that's a bigger difference. People bring out series of beers as well. Like obviously the biggest example is the dipper ones from Cloudwater. People feel like now they've got to have every one that comes out every month or else they'll miss one out and they won't have that uh unchapped taken for uh just for the record, I never had version one. So it doesn't matter how many I have now. Uh, you, you, you can never go back to that moment. <laughs> I can, yeah. I can yeah. never have version one. It's like I've missed out I missed out the first Colchester Winter Beer Festival, it's now on its 10th, and I missed out the first Harwich Town Beer Festival. And he's still going, you should have quit by now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I can never do that. I say it doesn't matter, if, if they bring out 100 dippers, I'll be on 99. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I suppose, I suppose that's, that, that's a great point, because again, that does very much tap into that. I'm missing out on something if I don't have the, the, the latest release, and if I'm not talking about it on Twitter or on Tapped or putting a picture on Instagram or going into that group on Facebook and posting 10 pictures from every different angle of, of the same beer. <laughs> I think it's, it's hard, especially when bars post their beer list, because obviously that's great for them and that's what I want, I want every bar to do is post whether they change a beer. But it does mean when you sat at home, you kind of think, oh, I need to go and tap that because it's going to be gone in two days, it's going to be gone in a week or whatever. So you, that's the kind of worst I feel about it sometimes. When bars have done that, I have I, I've left my house and like I, I live in St Helens. I, I, le- I left my house and I've come to Manchester <laughs> to get that. Well, beer. You just went to, to Liverpool. That That's yeah. brilliant. You went I, to I, Liverpool I, I, to get a KBS. Yeah, well, I found out uh, from you that KBS was on in Liverpool. Uh, I was like, right, I'm off. And away I went. Just sat there by myself. It's like, this is great. Brilliant. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, ideally, I'd like to live somewhere not St. Helens. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not such a trick. That's the problem. I live in St. Helens. It's nothing to do with beer, the influence, or anything like that. I just live in a shit place. <laughs> so are you limited for choice where, where, where you live then in terms of bars, bottle shops, any, anywhere decent that sells beer? Pretty much, yeah. I remember I walked past a pub and they had a bottle of 5am in the window. 
like a really old like the sun is like stained <laughs> off the label and like burned it off I was like just pop in see what they're about I was like and I was like oh yeah seriously like oh yeah right don't know what you're talking about I was like it's in your window <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll leave then yeah I think people are the biggest influencer on my drinking like we'll go out Tom being the worst probably for this is I've We'll go out for one or two, and then the next thing I'm fighting over with a, with, with a I glass. I know the way it was fault straight away. Yeah. <laughs> I know the way you shifted the blade before the story. Well, yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's it's not the, like the influence yeah, willpower. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Tom. It's it's because Tom's someone new. Uh, it's unusual for you to go out for a decent beer where you live, <laughs> but when you get the opportunity, so you just go mental. It's wild. But it gets to that where it's like, well, we'll just stay for one more. Oh, and then you, you look on Twitter and it's like, well, Cafe Bima, I forgot this on keg, which is from America, and the world going to have, we've only got one keg of it, it's only one keg in the country. Well, obviously we have to go over to that you now. So. I suppose yeah. that's the difference as well, because I, I work in London. Even if those come up, there's still a bit of a trek between places. Right. So to do an actual walking crawl through London, because we looked at it a couple of times, haven't we? It's not that easy. Yeah. We'll end up using public transport. We, like Leeds and Manchester, there's walkable. Oh, yeah. A lot more walkable. Yeah. So, if you do see something in one place and you're only, let's say, five minutes, mm. you're thinking, well, we can get there, that's no problem at all. Yeah. Whereas I'm probably thinking it's a tube journey. Yeah, that, that cuts down a bit on the drinking, I guess. Yeah. No, it just means I stay in one place. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's actually, you're limited to, to your choice. It's yeah. like, oh, right, I've got these ones. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mother Kelly's was saying it's 20 taps anyway. Yeah. I'll water fridge. <laughs> Well, I think, again, the point there to make, and probably just to wrap this a little bit up, is um, Nate, Nate Dog 27 so, so, so Nate, Nate Southwood said that, um, and I think this is a great quote, that, that social media doesn't encourage unhealthy drinking, but the people on it do, if it's un, unintentional, because it makes it look like it's okay to drink every day. Yeah. And, and I, I certainly follow enough people on, 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 on not on Untapped, on, on Twitter, that do literally look like they're, they're drinking beer every day and mm. but if you're only having one drink a day yeah there's yeah. nothing wrong it's with it's everything that. in moderation isn't it yeah because we're if I have another one of these I'll be binge drinking <laughs> by, by government guidelines three or four beers I'm, I'm binge drinking I think, I think yeah, that's from government guidelines to other countries yeah well it's miles like, away they're, 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 it's all different it's which is stupid considering like they want to drink more because they're going to get more money yeah well <laughs> Well, the uh, tax are that. As, as by Steve's, Steve's blog over there, the amount of tax yeah. the government takes, it shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. <laughs> they should be encouraging us the other way around. To, to drink more. They should have upped yeah. it. Yeah, because <laughs> they bring, bring more in. But I think, like I say, it's, for me it's an interesting one because I, I'm not sure social media encourages, it, encourages me to drink more. That, that, that's for sure. Maybe sometimes it is responsible for me maybe chasing the, the odd beer because you'll see it posted and you'll be mm. like I have to have that my beer spend's gone up how, how oh my beer spend has gone through my the beer roof. spend's gone up yeah. somebody <laughs> said uh, I, I've been a sushi restaurant buying a bottle of beer for like £6.50 just because it was a Buxton beer <laughs> yeah. rather than having a pint of some Japanese rubbish which, which I was I was astounded at when you told me that on the way here but, so, but. I saw a beer there but I knew I'd like yeah. £6.20 for a bottle of wild boar that on the Buxton. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was my response exactly. I'm not, I'm well, we're in the realm now because we like good beer. We have to go out of our way to find it yeah. sometimes. So that makes it so much more difficult. Because like I said, you don't want to go to a restaurant and have Carling or yeah. Sashi or whatever. I was whatever. pleased. It was my friend's 40th. We went there and I looked at the bill and 
bloody hell. I'm expecting Kieran, Asahi, Sapporo, which they all had, but then suddenly there was a beer from Runaway and there was a beer from Buxton. I was like, okay, I might as well add that, even though it costs a bit more. Yeah, yeah. I paid all but, the odds for a punk sometimes. You know, six pounds. My beer spend has definitely, <laughs> even five years ago, if someone said I'd be spending six pound twenty on a three thirty bottle, <laughs> I probably would have used a few short words. The one I always look back on that. I really hate myself for it. I keep bringing it up, like just you know, like you know how people always like lie in bed and they're like, oh, you're about to fall asleep, and then your brain reminds you of something you've done. And you're like, oh, why did I do that? Fifteen quid for a third of Dark Lord. What? I'm the complete opposite. I'm, I'm chuffed about that. Fucking shit. <laughs> it was amazing. It quit was... Dark Lord, quit hitting yourself. We paid fifteen quid oh, for it for a third. Is that wonder- the one that you said? Did someone else bought a bottle of it? And you were sharing it with them, or saying, or did you just buy a shot of it? I can't remember. Uh, no, no, we just bought a third of it because it was on keg in uh, Macalbar. So we just there was there was one where I, I went in that Himarai get and someone had uh, oh, evil yeah. twin like can in, I have a oh, bit, please? <laughs> <laughs> seven fifteen ml bottle. They had a sip of it. This couple and they had to go somewhere. So they put it around the bar and went hand this out. Well, I was away from the bar, so I was like, Kaylee, can I go? <laughs> please. She's like, Ross, just leave it. I'm like, ah, no. And he's, and he's like pouring it to everyone to start at the bar, and I, yeah. I'm never more jealous in my life about that, but yeah, that that completely different no, experiences with on the same beer that quit that dark lord because yeah, you loved it. Yeah, I go to sleep at night like smiling because I had that <laughs> you're oh, just... awake like. But the question is, did you capture the moment on Untapped? Oh yeah, of course, of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> picture <laughs> and, and everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was hammered. Last yeah, time, I think we so all I were. The Did anyone go to Copenhagen beer celebration and not come away hammered? <laughs> from what I know, Steve. No. <laughs> well, that was a thing. Crashed and burned. <laughs> maybe it was the hype though, because it was Dark Lord and it was free forties. Because we'd seen it on Twitter and we'd seen Mikel yeah. tweet about how great you it know, was. I think Mikel is a blame for a lot of hype. <laughs> Just, no, he is. Like, he always goes on like, oh, I bring all these American beers over, like um, the half acre stuff, like Daisy Cutter and that. Just untied hands for standard. You know, there's plenty of great breweries here in Manchester that do much better and stuff. America's a completely different thing. Well, we like, mixed opinions about vocal banger, don't we? Yeah, I, I, I really didn't enjoy it. I, I, you know, there was all that excitement over getting a can of this sought after beer, and I, I drank it, and I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure I can find a better beer in the UK than. than, than okay, that. and not strictly related to what we're talking about here today. You guys need to carry on doing the beer McKellar case. Oh, we we'll just yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't <laughs> like, stop those. We have to do it. We are starting the campaign here. <laughs> it starts now. Keep doing the, but even if it's not the McKellar ones, just get a box of beer and. Well, we have the we, next plan. No, it has to be the McKellar ones because you guys know how much you spent on it as well. So when it's yeah, and your reactions. <laughs> 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 We've got another idea coming up, which isn't McKellar box, which hopefully should be a bit. But it's somewhat similar. Brilliant. So yeah. we'll, we'll you, you heard it here. That first. has to stay here. Yeah. That's an exclusive. It is indeed. It'll be yeah. the same amount, but hopefully better beers. We'll <laughs> see. But then yeah, we're in someone else's hands. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so while we're talking beers, let's uh, let's just have a quick round the table as to what what we've been drinking while, while we've been chatting about that. So um, Tom, we're going to we'll start with you. I've got the Bridgewater IPA um, from Beer Novo, a hundred percent Fuggles hopped IPA. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to have to try that. <laughs> we had it at the bottle stair last week, and it was everyone's favourite. I think from from what Steve was giving us, it yeah. was, it's spot on. Excellent. Um, I dive straight into one of the beers from the woods. Steve's got a four going at the moment. Uh, the 1064, which is a 
based on an old broadside recipe, Steve? Yep, so, uh, and it's definitely got that broadside quality about it. And being a big Adams fan, I mean, I loved it. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to uh, diving into that one very soon. I think you're up next for that one. I, I definitely am up next for that one. I'm on the uh, 1060, which again is a, is a beer from the, the, the wood here at Beer Nouveau, which is uh, an old dog bolter recipe uh, as well, and it's absolutely doing it for me. Uh, it's, it's dark, it's got these beautiful sort of like, you know, chocolate notes going on in there. It's just uh, it's a really enjoyable drink. Um, cool. That's next then. I've just finished the yeah. same, and it's part of Steve's like winter warmer series, and it's definitely warming me up. Yeah. On this uh, cold winter day, so he's doing his job at least. Are you trying to be an advert? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because by the time this is out, the beers would have been gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just for me. I want to build that hype on Twitter. That's what I want. Yeah. You're never handy. I think Steve's doing a, a good enough oh, job yeah. of that on his own. <laughs> to, to be fair, he's tweeted twenty times in the five minutes we've been talking. Yeah, he's, I'm, I'm surprised he's not got a picture of live podcast recording going on in the brewery right now <laughs> what for the hordes of fans that will, will suddenly descend <laughs> to, to be around us yeah, it could take ages with the autographs absolutely yeah yeah um so let's let's move on to the uh, to the main part of of the show then the 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 10 untapped commandments that will be written in stone yes. that everyone will abide by they're going to be up in every this. bar every pub we're going to have them behind it you've got to follow these rules or else they will be on untapped as well (laughs) never but you know we can only we can only hope now we're going to do the first five um, on on our show with you guys now Um, and then we're going to cut the show there uh, and then we're going to carry on drinking and recording and you're going to get the next five we're going to build hype in between and there's going to be a lot of hype in between and there's going to be a lot of beer in between so so the quality of the stuff at the end might not be (laughs) quite so good it'll be what you're used to from being on the top that's that's what we're trying to get you to trying to get you to that McKellar box (laughs) level by by the time we get get to uh, commandments 6 to 10 so let's let's make a start here so uh, we've done a little bit of planning uh, around this to come up with the 10 commandments Uh, first one up is I am the lord of badge wankery surely this is what untapped is all about isn't it it's all about the badges see i have the kind of i like the surprise of a badge I, I, I mean i do enjoy the badge obviously i've just got my 1000th badge which i was telling everyone about when I was oh on, congratulations when i was on 999 i was like oh nearly there lads nearly there but yeah I, I, did I, you plan what beer no that's what i think i like the surprise of it and i didn't get a badge for it which is annoying but no, I'm, no, no, I'm saying I don't like badges, but I wasn't annoyed oh, by that. If you got a badge for having a thousand badges, then you'd only have, you'd, well, you wouldn't only have, oh, have yeah, a true. thousand and one badges. I should have got the thousand badge at nine, nine, nine. Really, shouldn't I? So, anyway, yeah, I don't. I, but it, wasn't it good? The one which got the thousand. Yeah, badge. it's part of the bottle share, so I can't remember what it was, but it, it must have been pretty good. I can go and check, but I, <laughs> so but again, the beauty of untapped, you can check. Yeah, you can go back. You can go back and you can check your yeah. check-ins. Yeah, that's that is the best thing of it. But badges, I don't. I like the surprise of it. I don't drink beers to get badges because it's kind of. So it pops are we, are up we at in place? In fact, apart from say uh, the Macmillan big beer night that you do once a year, where well, we encourage you, people to, to plan and get badges because yeah. we all have to then donate more money. Do you plan badges? Um, no, I don't. Don't think I plan them, but I think if. Occasionally, Untapped will release a blog saying there's some badges oh, coming yeah, up, yeah. and if if you know there's an easy badge to, to, <laughs> to get, I, I might go for an easy badge. I, I've, I've only done it once. I was going to a beer festival with Carl at the Harristown Brewery a couple of years ago. Me and Michael, Michael, my son, highlights the badges element of it because it's very much on the Pokemon yeah. thing as well. 
and um, it said any beer with the word summer in it. To, to get a badge? Yeah. And nice. I, was, I was in a summer beer festival, so I sent Michael off saying, oh, can you go and nominate a beer for me and Carl to have? And he came back and said, there's one with summer in it. He's converting his son already. This is a whole like side of untapped I don't know about like like I've got badges in that, but I didn't realise with blogs in like oh you could get this badge and I think there's the the newspeak button, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah there, there aren't people that write blogs about getting badges <laughs> on untapped. I bet there is. It's, I, I bet there is. Uh, there's yeah, one out there. Yeah, but no, Untapped do a blog that, that tell you what then, because every now and again they'll release, release new badges. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. and they'll they'll put out a, a blog about it. That has made me crack open a bottle a few times, like, oh, it's Independence Day in America, you'll get a badge if you have a beer today. I wasn't going to drink today, but I'll have yeah. a bottle just to get yeah. the badge. So See, I, I, think they should, I think you should have to have at least American beer for that. I think it's almost any beer, isn't it? It's, it's got to be yeah, a, yeah, it's anything, got, it's yeah. got to tap into the flavour. It's a Thanksgiving badge for like Sam Pine. I was like, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> it lasts more than one day as well. Yeah, yeah it's like it's three, like day, three or four days, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, the badges are a, a nice thing at the end of a good beer, I think. that's uh, It's not something to I seek out. For me, it's just they're fun. It's, yeah. it's, well, it's, it's part of the, the, the gamification side of the app, isn't it? That you're, you're always chasing something. You're, well, you can chase something because obviously you can go in and you can look how far away you are from I've, the I've got the more next. badges than Tom, so that's... That's, is, is that why he's so down on it? Because pretty much, yeah. <laughs> if he had more than me, he'd be like, all about the badges. No, I remember but... one time, like, I had like, more badges than you, and you were like, kicking off, and you like, no, oh. no, 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 we'll get into this later. <laughs> 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 There's a reason why uh, I was kicking you were like, off. You were like, oh, I've got more beer, I've had more beer than you, but yet you've got more badges. I was like, I don't we'll know. We'll get into this, it's, it's a later moment. Oh, this is a get into. I know Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to getting into well, that we, one. We coincided our 2,500, didn't we? We did because we wanted to do that on on a podcast as as well. So we wanted to record that on a podcast. So we made sure we we were both holding back for a few days, weren't we, of checking anything new in, <laughs> yeah, bit, yeah, because yeah. we knew that the next check in was 2,500. Um, and for me, when when I did the the, the um, badge quest as part of Big Beery Night. I actually had a spreadsheet which told me how many check-ins I needed for each badge See, that's, for, for the next level. That sounds satisfying to be honest. It, it really was and there, there, there was one where I was literally I was working See, on... step too far from me. I, I was working on bringing like five badges in at, at once so it, it made, I made sure I had to drink oh. certain styles. When you get four to, badges, to bring them all. badges on one beer, it's, that's special. There, there, was a, there was a special level of planning that went into, into that this year. Uh, well my 2,500 distinct check-in was super cashful from one of the a podcast we did for the oh, Big Beery Night. Night. Yeah, and I was a little bit miffed about that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, would have liked stuff. I didn't realise it was coming up. Could at least have been the special brew. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah that was my favourite. I was like, I could have opened a nice big bottle for that, but no, it was, I guess in a way it's quite poetic that it was super casual. <laughs> How's that? Because I'll, my inevitable downfall will be super casual in about oh, 10 okay. years when on that part bench and... I spent I spent all my fortune on beer. Yeah. All I could yeah. is super cash. I've got two thousand badges though, so <laughs> it made up for it in the end. Well, well, I I still maintain that the uh, the, the Polish strong lager that I did as part of the Big Berry Night, which I got for one pound twenty a can in my local Pol- Polish store, nine percent strong oh, lager nice. was amazing. Yeah. And and I think I actually was around around a mate's house and we was drinking it, and I said, well, fucking hell, this is better than Cloudwater's Dipper <laughs> 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 for, for for that price. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, just another one. Killed another one off. <laughs> and another one. A yeah. bear just fell off and grew up. <laughs> so, are, are badges important? Um, they're not important. They're, for me, they're a, a pleasant plus side to the app. And it's a nice thing to have. I don't know, I think you're lying. I think they're important to you. And you well, I, you know, there's a, there's a fist pump sometimes when I get <laughs> Well, I'm not seeking it out. It's, it's, it's an added extra to it. Okay. But isn't there that little moment as well when one comes up and you can just see underneath you, oh, there's another one. <laughs> and, and you scroll up and oh, then there's yes. one more. And it's like, oh, here we go. How many have I got? <laughs> there's been a few times I'm like, Kaylee, look. One badge, <laughs> two badges, three badges. Like, yeah. Oh, well, well badge. she's putting a coat on. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle did that to me on our birthday. Me and my girlfriend share the same birthday, and she got a five badge while we were sitting this first oh. night. But you just got your birthday brew one. <laughs> didn't didn't it? Yeah, yeah, I've got a birthday brew one, isn't it? Because she got God Save the Queen. She got a phone. I, ain't got, I can't get those anymore. <laughs> I, do I want to know why it maxes out at fifty. Because I think that's the level they're at, they're at at the moment. It's it's one of the things that they're constantly looking at. If they need to up it. If you read the blog, mm. that you can, that they're always thinking about upping levels. But I think they're God save the queen. The photo ones need to go up. Pushing pushing to Twitter and Facebook. I know a lot of people get really angsty about seeing badges on on, on Twitter so, all the time. So out of the four of us, who does that? So you both do that. Yeah, right? I, do, we, I don't do what? Yeah, so sorry, raised hands don't work on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, at that point, folks, both Martin and I put our, our hands up in the, in the air, proudly displaying our badge wankery. You do it, though. Do what? So when you check in something on the taps, it comes up on your Twitter feed. Yeah, just all around. Just like, I don't really like use Twitter all push that often. In, I, I push he it. knows but exactly no, what it does. I only push what I choose to, because it doesn't do it all the time. Um, yeah, it's, it's, my bag, I think my badges go through all the time. Because I haven't switched that bit off, but I've switched off. Oh, you can switch it, it on and off. Yeah. yeah. Shit. You fucking know very well you can do that. <laughs> this is why I fucking go on my Twitter and see how often oh, I can go on Twitter. Like there's a, a brief spell. He don't need to. He don't need to. For ages you're like, oh yeah, your Twitter's just on time. I was like, all right, didn't even know. Oh shit, he knows it perfectly. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I don't agree with it. I'm probably I'm gonna be I'm gonna be outnumbered now. Because it's like I don't know what's I don't get the point of it. Like it should be should be separate. So would you put, because what, uh, I know some people actually just put their beer straight into Twitter. Yeah, okay? I, I guess that's what I do, it's like take a picture. Well, and, it's no different then. Yeah, how's that any different? Because what annoys about the untapped check-ins is it'll say, drinking this beer, and there's no taste, you can't see the taste notes unless you pick through to it. Whereas if you put a picture and what beer it is, you can get at least, you can write some taste in notes. Yeah, but then I have to do it twice. <laughs> well, I think, I think we're going to come on to that in one of the later commandments, aren't we, about whether you should be doing tasting notes or whether you should just literally yeah, yeah. be okay. but checking. We definitely know a couple of people who aren't that fussed about pushing it through social media. Uh, yes, I know, and, and the point that I keep making to that one individual, and he knows who he is, um, <laughs> and I'm not mentioning him because he's had too many mentions recently, so even more so he knows who he is, is, is that I, I get equally annoyed. I, I don't give a shit if somebody's been out for a five-kilometre run and they've pushed their run <laughs> to Twitter. I don't give a shit if somebody's ridden over the Pennines and they've pushed that to Twitter. It tells me nothing. Yeah. It's no different from me pushing my untapped check-ins to, to, to well, Twitter. That's, that's what I get with untapped. I don't get anything from the untapped. I don't know what you're saying. It should, it's a shame it doesn't say more. Yeah, if if it, it, if half it, of it is pushing the picture, yeah. even if the picture isn't anything... Any, even if you haven't taken a picture so you get a square don't you yeah which is like your press for your link that's probably my biggest gripe if it's more information does it yeah then I, I could read the comment if you like the beer or you didn't wait okay so you don't mind being pushed through the social media just rather it showed the whole checking okay yeah that's probably yeah that's probably right why do you care 
Because it's, like, been, it's been a long time on Twitter, dude. The thing is, this is, this is what he does now. He's, he fucking cares as much as I do. Because, because doesn't, to be fair, he doesn't look like he cares as much no, no. as you do. He's, he's, he's grown well this over the last few years. If I care about something, he'll say how stupid and wrong I am for caring about it. Like, you're giving me more credit than it's due. Like, no, I, I know your chest weighs. I know, I know, I know you, uh, you work around it now. I know he probably does. He, See, I because he knows it annoys me now. He'll do it more now. So <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. So, but to I suppose just to tie this one off, badges are just part of Untapped, aren't they? They're, they're part yeah. of the game of Untapped. I think it's, it's the, the hunt should be to have good beer, not to have badges. Just to, is that a little kind of notch, just like yeah. oh yeah, by the way had this many of this maybe you should stop now that's it <laughs> yeah. maybe that's what we need is, is for somebody on, on, on Twitter to say tap tap maybe you've had enough now yeah. that would help a lot I'll, I'll step checking check them in which, which actually ties in quite nicely to the, uh, the, the second commandment which is thou shalt not check in sips of, of, of beer so um, what's the smallest measure that, that you can check in on untapped sip You've tasted the beer, Don't check it in. Talk shit. <laughs> what, what's the smallest amount you have in your box shares, on average? Um, so what was it? It depends who's boring. Oh, like, if it's Ross, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's this, uh, this is the podcast to talk through that. Um, the smallest I've checked in was at CBC, those little glasses, so that was what? Yeah, cheers, Mikel. 50 CL, was it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe fi- no, sorry, um, 50ml, maybe 100ml. And I checked all those in, but I think you should pay for it most of the time. Obviously, it's extenuating Why? certain circumstances. Because what, okay, what does that do to the beer? because you, you can't taste the beer probably from a sip. You can You should. You, you should be giving money into into the. Uh, I think the two aren't connected. I don't think. I don't think the two are connected. So if well, I you, you go on a brewery tour and they I'm, offer you, yeah, I'm exactly. not. I'm not sure because I've had some sips of beer that I've no, not enjoyed. No sips connected to money. Oh. Mm. Whether I pay for it or not. So, so if you go into a bar and you ask for a taste of a beer, would you check that in? Well, that's what I was talking to you earlier because I, I would. Well, I was really? in, I was in yeah, Dublin. I, I'll, I'll go into a bar and I'll be like, I'll taste all this. I'll check it all in. Well, just and then I'll just go. And then you'll leave. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Having not paid for a single beer. In, in, in Dublin, I was there with some mates who aren't really beery mates. There's one of them who's who does, but the others weren't. And now he knows what I do in the, the bottle share that we go to the last couple of years. And he said, but. Why aren't you checking that in? Because I didn't. And I don't, to be fair, the barman had given me quite a good sample to taste. And I said, well, because I've decided, probably, I think because I've decided not to have it. If I'd had it, I would have checked it in. Yeah. I would have checked it in as the pint. And he said, well, what do you, how much do you have when you have the bottle share? And I said, well, actually, sometimes less. So sometimes someone brings a rare free 30 and it gets split eight to 10 ways. Yeah. That is quite a small amount. Yeah. And I would still check that in, I have to admit. It's weird because there's certain, for me anyway, I impose certain rules about it on myself. Whereas, so if I go to a bar and have a sip, that, I can't check that in. Whereas Tom will happily have eight sips and check it. And then, oh sorry, say so we have four different beers here, I'll have a sip of mine, sip of yours, sip of yours. Oh, I'll check all four oh, of those I wouldn't do in. that. But what about say we shared the uh, Brudeau Cop Shop, which is only 100 millilitres, so you've got 25 millilitres each. So that's, uh, yeah, that's different, that, that falls into one of my rules where I would check that in. But then, I know, I know, but yeah, I, I, well, just, I mean, I like the idea of self-imposed rules because I think I had that before. But if I was testing, say, you said, "Oh, do you want the rest of that?" Yeah, I'll drink it. I wouldn't check it in. Would you not? No, that's that's enough for checking. Mm. Surely, 
So yeah, I would say that's enough. Mm-mm, so, maybe a bit more. Actually. So what, what we're talking about here is probably I don't know. It's not size. It's just because it's the rest of your beer. Because it's my beer. Because, <laughs> no, no, because no, be no, but because I. Yeah, yeah, Surely the check-in's only in that first half. You can't be checking in anything in the bottom yeah, half. Exactly. It's terrible. I had the top half. You took mine. So, so, so we're saying that uh, sips is a no. Then for me, no, no, I, I, I'm thinking it might be a, it might be a minority on the other side of the table. Oh, well, on one half of the well, other side. You, of the table. We're checking small measures at Bottleshare. I, I would check in small measures at, at, at Bottleshare, yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't go into a pub and ask for a taste <laughs> and, and then check that in. That's, that's, for, that's the, for sure. The, the small and Bottleshares is is that's a check in. But yeah, sampling other people's drinks. Unless, no, <laughs> yeah, this I, is I, what, well, that would be one of mine. But there was drinks out of no logic. Check in. There's, no, there's probably no logic behind that one. I, I wouldn't, if, like I said, if I finished that, I wouldn't check it in. There's times where you have refused to give me a sip of your drink. Because <laughs> you're like, look, you can't check it out. Because <laughs> he knows you so well. Have you just chucked it away? No. Yeah, I don't like this one. How can I have it? No, I'm just going to pour it away in front yeah. of you. Uh, but, you know what? I'll lick it off the ground and then check it in. <laughs> taste, taste of four. Uh, yeah, that's my biggest crap because that was the point I was making before where Tom had more badges than me. Be- oh because no. because fictional no. badges. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because problem. you go out with like ten people and he just mind sweep pretty much a sip of everything and then go right. What Tom doing? Always oh, been on tap for twenty minutes. He's been checking in fifty different beers. Do you think I'm impressed? You remember which beers you had? Yeah, you know what? Look how happy I am about it. <laughs> like I'm having a great time. You're the one sat there like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> To, to be fair, he does have this air of not giving a shit uh, <laughs> about this is, it. This is what's you know, I've been saying all week, like, I know exactly what I'm going to say for this. The opposite of what I've been thinking. No, 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 no. <laughs> every untapping is like, nah, I'll just do what I want to do. No, it's like, not. That's it. Like, uh, well, every commandment, nah, I'll do You've done this before, though. You, you, you said, you've, even agreed, you've even admitted it. You, you'll wait until I've got an opinion on something and then say the opposite. Just turn it <laughs> So I know what you're well, talking about. Whatever gets the listeners. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it works. It does work. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so let's go from one controversial one in, in, into probably uh, another one, and that's uh, thou shalt make full use of the rating system. Quarter marks, yes or no? Yeah. All day. Yeah. Yeah. Steve. I'm a no on that. I'm, I'm a firm no. See, I've heard this, you say this before. I don't. I don't know why it's an issue. Because, well, I might as well just be scoring out of 20 if, if I'm going to score everything at a quarter mark. But I think we talked about it once, and one of them is like every, it's more, you can say more about a beer, and you can have like, so 3 2 5 for me is one that I enjoyed, but I probably won't have again. 3 5 is one that I enjoyed. It's nice for the style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, and then, three and a half is a reg- would be a regular session yeah. of all beer. Yeah. So with each like quarter one, you've got a certain. That um, means you jump to a four. You jump from like, a session. I, I yeah. like that. I have that every time. But then you jump to a four, Steve. I think. I think part of me is worried about overanalyzing every beer to, too much with the option to give it another quarter mark. Okay. E- we're, e- we're podcasters. Either way. <laughs> brewer, blogger. Do you reckon we ever analyse the beer? <laughs> yes. Um, I, I don't really have uh, a, a strong ar- argument here because I did fall foul of my own system when, when I was out on a tasting once where I, I had a beer that was a... That's when we did the Duvel <laughs> Triple Hop series. It was the Duvel Triple Hop, yeah. 
and there's quite small differences between the different hops that they'd use. Uh, yeah. And then a quarter mark was just enough to... quarter mark worked perfectly. <laughs> well, well I, I, I was stuck because there was a beer that wasn't quite a, a 3.5 and it wasn't a 4. <laughs> and, and I literally stood there with it in my hand saying... I don't think it I was. can check this beer yeah. in. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I actually don't think I can do it because I've got to use the quarter rating system, which yeah. I'm just absolutely against. Do you know you can get a badge for using the quarter rating system? <laughs> that goes all over it. <laughs> as, as of right now, I'm all over the quarter mark. I don't know, I just, it, just, it just felt like um, a, a step too far for, for me in terms of breaking a beer down into into quarter marks but I can see the benefits of it just for the record I did actually message untapped when I first started using it saying could we have quarter marks so it was, they, 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 they came back to me first of all and said no <laughs> and then a few months later they did start using it so they couldn't give any money for it basically yeah. so they, yeah. they said no legally they said no <laughs> <laughs> okay so having established that I need to start using the quarter mark yeah. system today today um, still on the rating system what about beer styles that you don't like how do you rate those? Do you ever do you ever rate on? Actually, that's a good example of the style, but it might not be for my palate. Yeah, like well, I I use Untap personally for me. It's like my own like mm. backlog. That's why I'll quite happily check in a sip because I know I've tried it. That's fine. But like when I'm rating something, I'm very well aware it's my preference. I know at the same time sometimes it can come reflect badly on the brewery. Uh, which I don't want to do, I don't want to make them look bad or anything. But if I'm giving it a low mark uh, for whatever reason, I'll put a good comment in saying this yeah. is why, X, Y, and Z. So if anyone actually does care about what I've rated, they'll read that and then hopefully understand. Yeah, I say I do the same. It's like just a little comment saying, like, I don't like smoked beers that much, but comment saying, I don't usually like them, but for this style, it's quite nice and yeah. people can kind of. Take well, your checking with a pinch of salt. We, we had that comment um, coming on the poll from a, a brewery quite close to here, so Chalton oh, um, yeah. made a comment that saw <laughs> I saw yesterday someone drank one of our beers knowing they didn't like sours just to acquire a badge. The shark has been jumped. <laughs> so I would, I would agree with that. That's a step too far. If you're, if you're doing it just to slate it and then go, well, I've got a badge, that's too far. Yeah, I don't yeah. like sour beers, but yeah. I'm going to drink a sour because beer. You're not, you're not say, uh, that example, you're not a farmhouse, saisony. The really funky ones. No, I'm not. You know, the really grassy barnyard kind of ones. It's not your thing. No, I'm, but I, if, if I'm presented with one, particularly when we're at Bottle Share, because they seem to be what every fucker <laughs> likes to, to, to bring to Bottle Share, I'm sure people do it just to wind me up. They only do it so they can look different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah brilliant. Oh, God, look, it's got a cork and a cage. It's well, to be fair, be. I bought a very traditional winter warmer last time, and I wish I'd bought a farmhouse, so... <laughs> uh, but I, I will try and rate it on the style first uh, rather than do I like what it tastes like so I might not mm. like it but I will say well actually style wise it's, it's very good you can taste the flavours but again I suppose my own internal rating system would probably never give that beer any more than three and a half yeah. regardless of how good it was because that would that's kind of my that's my ceiling for beers that I beer styles I don't like will only ever get 3.5 I've done it in the past where if it's a style that I'm not a fan of and I've tried it and hated it I just won't rate it so I'll check it in obviously to get the extra distinct beer but, I won't, <laughs> yeah, but I won't give it a rating because I know it average brings down the average score on it and stuff like that and I don't want to 
give it a two when actually it's probably a good beer. Yeah. Just don't oh, like so, it, so no rating doesn't affect the average score. Then. I think so. Yeah. Okay. That's See, that's, yeah, that's very interesting because I, I use no rating for a beer that's absolutely awful. <laughs> no, uh, no, not 0.5, so people know it's shit. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, well, actually, 0.25, Steve, would actually oh, make it yeah, shit. As of today, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would normally just not score it if it was that bad. I wouldn't score it at all, but I didn't realise that that wasn't affecting its overall rate. <laughs> well, wow. go I've got some bank checking to do for <laughs> my. <laughs> There's a load of 0.25s coming up. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to go back through thousands of beers and re-rate them all now. <laughs> That's interesting. I mean, I, I try to... If it's a style of light, I tend to just cop on the beer. But if it is a style which I'm not that fussed about a lot of the time, then, yeah, I probably try to judge it. Is it a good beer? But not for me. Yeah. I think as long as you make that comment, people aren't going to go like, oh, why have you rated this? Yeah. Usually 4.5 beer, 2.5 as well. I mean, I, there's one of my mates on Untapped, and... Every time I have like a really good beer, I give it a really good rating, he will kick off if I've not given a comment explaining <laughs> why I think it's good. Like, I mean, you've only got so many characters to explain it, haven't you? He's like, oh, where, where are your tasting notes? Where are your tasting notes? I'm like, fuck off, I'm drinking. I'm not going to sit here and do an essay. It's not rape beer. Exactly. <laughs> well, we're, we're getting ahead of yeah, ourselves here. We are jumping ahead of well, ourselves. Don't spoil it for everyone. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert for part two. Um, so. Moving on to, to number four then, which is Honour Thy Lord Brewer. Um, and this is about getting involved with the breweries on, on, on Untapped or breweries getting involved with comments, which we've seen a few of in, in the past, where a brewer has maybe taken exception to what somebody has said about their beer and uh-huh. gone on to berate them. <laughs> some some <laughs> chuckling going on in the background. You've, you've never done that, have you, Steve? No, I get involved with people. No, but we have seen examples of that before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that people have then very quickly screenshotted and put it straight on Twitter. <laughs> What's going on? On Untapped, and then suddenly everyone's on there. Let's let's have a look. Um, but how how do you feel about that? How do you feel about brewers getting getting involved on Untapped and commenting on what people are saying about the beers? Is it any of their business? Yeah, I think it's good. But I think like when people leave comments and like if if they're shitting on a beer, they need to be constructive and say why. Yeah. That's cool. If brewers get involved, it, just, it needs to be constructed. It needs to have, go away. It shouldn't be like throwing mud. Like, I don't think they should do at all. It's not. It's. I think it's more untapped is for the drinker, and it, ne- it never comes off positive for a brewery when they've commented. I've had, I've had breweries who will just um, copy and paste the comment like there was a man who used to put cheers mate on every time I drank their beer. And it's like it just annoys me. It's like I don't need that import. Yeah. And yeah, I, I would have found, found that annoying. Just, oh, yeah, but then, it like if it's well, if it's sincere interaction, yeah, it's like getting a retweet yeah. a month later. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, but what about breweries retweeting yeah, it I mean, on tap check-ins? It's okay Isn't that just the most annoying thing? At least if it's around about the same time I've had the bloody drink, that's fine. Yeah, but not a month later. So when, just, when their social media manager's beer, gone yeah, in yeah. and gone, oh, I better do some retweets. <laughs> It's just never, I don't know, for me personally, it's never been a positive uh, thing for brewers yeah. to do. And it always comes off, I just I don't see the point. Anyway. What, what, what about the, these breweries, and, and, and we know they exist, um, because we've seen examples of it, where they will tell their staff that they've got to go on untapped and rate all their beers at five. That's just, just to push the scores up. 
Well, that's yeah. yeah that's that, would, that that would make me not drink that brewery. Spirit. Really? That's that, just that, that it would put me off. I mean, I don't, I, I don't knowingly think I've experienced that. Mm. But I guess I'm not sure if I would know. But I I I, I don't know if there's that many that do it. No, I, I'm not I'm not trying to pretend yeah. like it's something that's happening frequently. But, but it, it's wrong. Yeah. yeah. I think ethically it's a bit like, that's a bit shady, that, and it's just, I, I don't want to drink them. It is though, isn't it, surely? It's ethically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, know, pretty much, yeah. yeah it's, it's just a strong way of looking at, like, in the ethics of yeah. untapped. I'm not even going to get into the argument no, about no, it now, because... It's not an argument, is it? I'm just... <laughs> no, I, you, I just... I'm saying something, you're saying I'm wrong. That's, that's the argument, though. Right, <laughs> Like, just thinking about your choice of words, okay. that's all. This is why the McKellar case works so well, <laughs> yeah. And this is why you should not stop doing it, yeah. yeah. I, I did have a brewer come back once, because I had one of the things in the brewery discovery case. And I have to be, it probably got pushed to the back of the cupboard. And by the time I'd had it, it was probably not as fresh as it should have been. And so it wasn't that much of a derogatory comment. I just, I'd said, you know, not quite what I expected, not quite with the tasting notes, which comes with the case. And... Um, the brewer then came back, it was a Parisian brewer, and they came back to me, and it was actually quite a good dialogue. I said, I can, you know, I can pop in any time I'm in Paris and have a beer. Handy, oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, not, Paris isn't one of my favourite cities, but if I do, I will look him up. Yeah. But that was quite yeah. constructive, I quite like that. And I, did, I went back to him and said, you know, to be honest, it's part of it's probably me, because it has got pushed to the back of the cupboard as some beers do sometimes. Yeah. And I probably should have had that a bit fresher. So I've got better at making sure that I'm having, so when, the, when cases turn up, your unexpected cases, or your cases which you don't know what's going to be in it, I'm trying to get better at making sure I'm having the, the fresher, hoppier ones early. Yeah. Purely based on that. Yeah. I think, I think the whole comments thing on, on Untapped is an, in, is an interesting one, and maybe going slightly off topic for, for a second, because it's a real bugbear of mine, is that I just wish Untapped would separate the notifications uh, into comments and toasts, yeah. because I want to be able to see what, what comments people are making. Up. Yeah. Because that's where actually Untapped then becomes another social media platform where you can start in having conversations with people. Yeah. But I have to trawl so often through people toasting that I've had a beer. And to be honest with you, what is the fucking point of that? I don't, I don't care. Okay, so, okay, so I'll be fans of toasting. Um, I'm not. What, in, in moderation. I was when I realised there was a badge for your first ten <laughs> toasts. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, you are a shadow, I, I, I was toasting every I, fucking thing. I do it now and again, I have a little bit of a burst, but I, I'm more likely to like their Twitter push through. I think everyone's got that friend on tap who will like, who toast, sorry, every beer. Absolutely. They are. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be like you said, maybe two or three days later, and it'll be, you'll take your phone, it'll be 20 toasts of. I mean, some of my untapped friends, and I, I seem to have a few from the States, they have like hundreds of likes. Yeah. Hundred, I mean, literally hundreds of likes. The one guy uh, regularly is 200 to 300 likes. It's like what you said. Beer. Untapped is mostly for me, to be honest. And I have, it's a few people. I, I very rarely add people on it. It's for me to keep a log of what I drink, not for people to like it or toast it. I, mean, I, I, I don't mind pushing, looking at some of the stuff which people are checking in from the other, you know, the other side of the world. But I do find it odd how people have found you in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, that bit, I do find a bit odd. I don't know how you find people. Well, they must sit, they, must, they must see it through Twitter, surely, and, and think, oh, is it not like there's oh. locations, isn't it? I thought it was like so they might have had the same beer as you. Maybe, yeah. So they've oh, well, scrolled well, down. Global. Yeah. yeah, so well, they scroll down, and you're the twentieth person. So because I always start by looking at friends. Yeah. So you know when you look at the beer, and then I go friends to see what people, the people I know, people you know and trust, are, and yeah. see what they've said. Yeah, it's a good thing. But yeah, I've done that a few times. It's good for when you're buying presents as well. 
So I've, I'm going to get someone something if I'm like, well, they haven't tried it before. So I can get it. Really but they yeah. love the brewery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that brewery really likes to engage in, in discussions. <laughs> um, I won't buy it then. Yeah. yeah, I would have it. <laughs> so, so moving on to, to, to the last of the commandments that we're going to cover on, on this part of the, okay. the, the crossover. What's the, is there going to be a cliffhanger? Oh, I don't know. I, did, I hadn't thought about doing a cliffhanger at the end. Maybe. Maybe a good crossover has a cliffhanger. Who knows? Maybe. Well, I've just been served another beer, so maybe I'll... Uh, Fall off the cliff. Re- reveal what <laughs> beer I've been served right at the end, but not give my tasting notes <laughs> and, and, until part two. That, that should be enough, shouldn't it? You mean just before you say it's a 3.75? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> just, just before I use my first ever <laughs> quarter rating system. Um, so number five is thou shalt use images. Um... Do we use images on our untapped? Do we? So like the photos. Yeah. When I started, I used to take a photo of every single beer. I like. I guess I've gradually got on and on with it. I'm just kind of like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll take a picture of like a, a beer that I like. Like, I don't know. Like where I'm drinking, maybe maybe I'll drink it somewhere nice. Like, oh yeah, cool. Or if it's like mm-hmm. a nice design, I'm like, oh yeah. Or maybe I'm just bored. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of fell out of routine. I do more when I'm at, when I have bottles at home. I think because it's nice. To have, I think the bottle in the picture, whatever. And yeah, for you, I've been a bar. Sometimes it's a bit awkward to be taking pictures of every drink, and then you realise that you flashes on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's sitting there going, "You're absolutely." <laughs> <laughs> there's ten pictures of pretty much the same glass in the same table, and you just think, "Well, what's the point in the end of it?" It's just, it's it's nice to. St- Especially if it's like I said, if it's a different location you've been to, or it's a nice yeah. bar or whatever. But yeah, everyone is like, it, it becomes, and there's no badges for it anymore. Yeah, I know, I've maxed out that level, so I'll still take the occasional photo because I think, oh, that's like you said, I can make that look quite nice. And yeah. I actually want to share that a, a little bit more. But um, so, so are, are pictures a beer boring? I, yeah. I'm, I'm getting fatigued, beer fatigued, I, quotation marks by him now. It has to be a bit more than just beer, I think. It's something special, like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to see another shot of uh, a can of jackhammer, say. I mean, I've seen it a thousand times. Or specifically a can of jackhammer, which is just balancing on the side of the I hate that. that. Where does the whole Lego thing come from? Beer farts. Beer yeah, farts. He, he started that and now everybody wants uh, yeah, to put like, toys in there. It was. It's, it, he he does it really well, but he just become. Has he got most Lego? Yeah, he's got like different ones for every bit. It's ridiculous. He he carries a because I interviewed him a couple of years ago. Yeah, interviewed an indie man. Yeah, he? interviewed an indie man. He basically what he does before he goes out anywhere beer drinking, he'll he'll grab like a handful of Lego and he'll I, just put it in his pocket. This guy's and, and and then he'll just make whatever he can out of whatever he's got. That is mint. I love that. That's really good. <laughs> Yeah, of course you'd love it. There was a program about Lego, the, the adults who build Lego. Yeah, oh, but yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, but you check his Instagram and he's getting like four or five hundred likes on every picture he's doing. It, that would be more about the Lego than the beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hashtag be. Lego. Yeah. Um, well, now that I do the, uh, the prizes prize, I can honestly say that yes, I find a lot of beer pictures boring. But they are, they are just dull, the same, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. I think it's nice, to, it's nice to make an effort sometimes. But yeah, if it's just the bottle and the glass, it's like, well... Yeah, for a, lot, a lot of the time I pick ones based on where it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather than picture the beer, and it doesn't even matter if it's a brilliant beer, because I can't taste the beer on a picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know. Have you seen them Instagram accounts where it's people like, oh, beer photographer, and they've done like loads of just pictures of beer, but like, oh, I'm walking somewhere, 
like drop leaves so it's like a, a CNS advert and all this like what the f- didn't someone get in trouble that recently there was um, a picture from Instagram which had which uh, someone oh, I can't remember who retweeted it which had the it was a little bit racy oh there was like someone with like a skirt pulled up or something and the yeah. bottle was in the foreground and in the background was like a woman pulling a yeah. skirt so, yeah, that was it. And, and she had her oh, underwear around yeah, her ankles. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. You know, no, that isn't helping either. Yeah, no. that wasn't it, any help at all. His practices, I mean, talk about like retweeting. Wait, hold bad. on. Why did they get in trouble for that? Well, because the picture was taken independently by someone else, but Evil Twin oh, he retweeted it. it. Oh, they, no, they, he did it. Apparently, it's something that he does. He just, uh, for him, it was arty. Still stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's basically just but Evil Twin, I think Evil Twin made the mistake of retweeting it. Yeah. I probably didn't think about it first. Right. I mean, well, he screen prints uh, bad reviews of his beer on, on taps and retweets them and that, so... Yeah, he, there was a bit of a thing over that a few weeks back as yeah, well. Yeah, there was one it? of their yeah. big installs. Someone gave it 0.5 on tap. Yeah. Print screen it, and then proceed to go through this guy's on taps and say, oh, but you rated Cool's like 3 out of 5, so what a fucking dumb shit, basically. Oh, it's like, yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's his thing. Because it's all about taste, isn't it? There's that guy who drinks Budweiser just a month Yeah, he's got something about like six and a half thousand. No, it's eight, more than eight, that. Is it more than that now? looked at the magic rod, didn't we? Clayton brought oh, yeah. it up. It was that way more than that. All he checks in, I think it's, he gives it five out of five. Yeah. Um, that's, <laughs> see, that's commitment. I like that. It's Budweiser. He's like total check-ins, unique check-ins, exactly the same number. All of one beer. Five badges. Yeah. 20,000 check-ins. Does it care about badges? Well, <laughs> he should care more about badges <laughs> because it's all about badges. Um, but what about, going back to the pictures in Untapped, the, the, the actual settings in the Untapped Rubbish. app don't help you with... Oh. Your, your, Why? It goes to square all yeah. the time. That fucking pisses me right off. It, it's like they've used the old Instagram uh. app for the photos. Like, it's like a bottle's fucking... Long shapes, what a nice long yeah. thing. Like, I'm surprised there's not frames. Basically, every bottle looks like a stubby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's perfect for cans, but <laughs> anything else, it's fucked. Like, especially 750ml bottles, forget about it, no chance. It's got the art looking, that's about it. Yeah, it's just like archaic now, I don't get it with the picture settings at all. No, I, I, I t- generally tend to avoid the picture settings in it. Yeah. I think the whole app really is archaic though. Like the whole tagging people in, it's. Just, everything yeah. just seems slow. It does. The tagging people in thing doesn't work, does it? Because you, you're, you're tagging their untapped username. Yeah. But that doesn't relate to anything else. So when that then pushes through to Twitter, it's just you've got to check in in this random name yeah. in, in the middle yeah. of it. But it's weird. It is a bit of a strange one. It's a bit clunky. I mean, I, I use it as a diary. It's my log of beers. Yeah. yeah. And on that bombshell... On that bombshell... There you go. Perfect. Um, so, so I suppose just to, to, to sum up what, what we've covered and, what, and established covered? In, in this half. Well, we love badges. Yep. Some of us love, love badges. Without, without seeking them out. More, so, more than okay, others. Yeah, without them out. Um, sips. We're still a little bit unsure about whether we're... Love sips. Love, love sips. We're probably veering more towards... Then against. Yeah, but not going into a bar and asking for a taster and then yeah, checking out. Yeah, against that one. Yeah, Walk probably, probably <laughs> against that yeah. And never buying a beer there. <laughs> uh, the rating system, I've got to start using the quarter marks, it, it would appear. Yeah. Um, we're, we're unanimous. Unanimous, <laughs> unanimous in that one. Uh, breweries can, can get involved in dis- discussions, but don't be dicks about it, basically. Yeah, because they're really funny about it. 
Yeah. But that takes a <laughs> takes some doing, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, let's, yeah. Let, let's be honest. What's funny in your head doesn't always look funny on social yeah. media. <laughs> Next morning. <laughs> and, and then finally, um, images. That, that we like images, but we've kind of all stopped using them because we've maxed out the badge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most, mostly. Yeah, when, when on tap, sort the badges out for it. We'll, we'll all start. We'll, we'll be back yeah. on there Let's again, won't we? You can get yeah. to 100. Yeah, you, you watch, you watch all, you'll just have a Twitter feed of constant images <laughs> from Untapped of everyone going, yes, yes, come on, come on, more pictures. Okay, well, that's been, uh, that's been great. So we're yeah. going to cover off the, uh, the remaining five commandments in part two. On, on part two of this. The sequel's never as good as the original. It's so. not a sequel. It's not a sequel. It's a crossover. It's, it's, a crossover. it's an okay. epic crossover. I think we'll... So you get the conclusion of the discussion. Yeah. It's okay. Batman versus Superman. <laughs> oh, no, oh you're going off down a path yeah, there, so there, that we more, could possibly never come back from flashed and the arrow oh yeah I heard it just yeah. no DC <laughs> just, just all the Marvel stuff yeah, yeah. well cheers to yeah. part one yeah cheers guys cheers so we're at Bien Nouveau uh, we've just finished recording our half of the ten Untapped commandments. Well, the, uh, guys from Beer Nomicon. Indeed, we've been enjoying some of the the, the beers that are on off here at yep. Beer and we've got Steve with us from Beer Welcome, Steve, to, to Opinions. Um, let's just get straight into the beers that we've been drinking today. You've got a uh, kind of festival on this weekend of four beers, four winter warmers. Is, is it that you've, you've brewed? I was originally going to be four winter warmers and ended up just being winter ales. There's um, a session of winter warmer. Because everything's session these days, because you can't just have a pale ale. It's got to be no, no, you've got to have a session beer, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I thought, yeah. well, you know, let, let's do a session winter warmer because you know why not? Um, so there's one of those. There's a couple of old, um, a strong ale. Yeah, a couple of strong ales and um, a straight out winter warmer. Uh, but they're just ideally suited for this time of year when it's cold outside and just get nice and yep. nice and warm. But you've got them all in the wood. Yeah. So they're all from wooden cars. Is there any? What's, what's the reason for doing that? Wood's awesome. Well, that's all my questions done. Yeah. Um, possibly one of our shortest interviews ever. The putting beer into wood um, changes the beer so very much. Um, I've got wooden casks, not barrels, so it's not barrel aging. But the same process happens, but on a wooden cask, it does it much, much quicker. You can put a beer into a barrel, and you're looking at about six months, two years for all the wood flavours to come through into it. In a cask, because it's much smaller. It happens much quicker, and you can get it in a week to two weeks. You can get the same sort of flavours. Nobody knows much beer, but you can get the same sort of flavours into it. And it just suits some style of beer much better than others. And strong ales, um, actually, just strong ales, like dark doesn't really matter. It just seems to finish the beer off. Um, it makes it more rounded and more complete. Is really is the only way to describe mm. it. And you can just, depending on the cask you use, you can get some lovely vanilla tones coming to it, or you can even get some uh, whiskey tones, some oak notes, even some tobacco notes will come into that. So you pick the, beer, the cask that you think will suit the, the beer, put it into there, and it just sits in properly fully conditions for a week or two, and it just makes a much nicer, more rounded, uh, drinkable beer. And and all of the the cars that you've got there have all got Thiexton's yeah. on them. So they're all originally from Thiexton's yeah, Brewery. They're all old peculiar casks. Um, the Thiexton's sent out their old, old uh, cast of old peculiar Christmas presents um, with a deposit on them, and then people send them back. And after a while, they sell them out to the public. They don't sell many of them. And this year, from, from last uh, beginning of last year. 
I bought up ten of them, so I think I've got the majority of them um, that they released this year. But um, yeah, they're, they're really good, and yeah. And once you put the beer into them, how quickly does it begin to, to change? Because we've we've seen you having extensive tastes of these beers over the last couple of weeks on on, on Twitter. Um, does does the profile of them change very quickly? Um, inside the cask, it will change about the same speed as it will inside of the normal cask once once it's tapped, once it's opened. I mean, I tap these ones. Yesterday? No. I don't know what day is it. Thursday. Tuesday. I tapped them on Tuesday um, and tried them there. So they then they're all sealed tight again yesterday. So today they've started to. It starts changing around now, and you'll start over the next three or four days seeing the changes go. However. Because it changes the beer so much, when you've got like a normal cask or a cake and you put it on and you can t- it will be the same, the same, the same, the same, and then it'll drop. With from a wooden cask it's a much less noticeable change. Um, it gets a bit, a bit more sharp, a bit more not not, not even sour or um, not even vinegary. It just the wood comes through more and more. It's uh, in in a normal cask when it starts oxidizing, it just happens to all of the beer and it just Gets oxygenated, um, oxygenated or oxidized. In the wooden cask, it's all coming in through the wood, so it just makes the wood come through even more. Mm. So it does change the flavour of it. Sometimes it changes it for the better. Sometimes it just really makes it awful. Yeah. So let's go into each of the uh, each of the beers that we've tried in yeah. a little bit more detail. So ten forty eight. Yeah. That's one of your own recipes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a session warmer took a. Um, Use the word session again. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> is session beer. Yes. What's, what's the I ABV on it? Um, don't know. Four point six. Four point six. So we can you can yeah. call that a session. You can call it a session. Yeah. yeah. But I, I just hate the way everything stops session on it these days. It's not. Um, yeah. It's a. I mean, it was a t- sort of like a traditional classic winter warmer style recipe, and I just didn't. I, I just dropped the mold down. So they came in about half the strength of what it was going to be, um, or what it could have, could have been, and it just seems to be a nice, easy, light, easy drinking window warmer. So did you, where, where did you get the recipe from to start off with? Was it an old recipe that you? Yeah. It's, just it, it's one. Um, I mean, I've, I've been. I started brewing 28 years ago doing homebrew. Um, so I've done winter warmers over the years, and it's just that sort of it's, combination. It's there. Yeah, it's just it's just sort of there. And yeah, so I just did a weaker version. And it uh, just seems to have come out nice and easy. Yeah. I, I, I found it very. Oh, it was a very easy. Sessionable. It was. <laughs> there, there, <laughs> I, there I use that word. It's probably the, yeah. the sweetest of the ones that we had. Yeah, yeah, really, r- really sweet flavours, uh, but just so light on the it was feel. Very light. Yeah, yeah, and just um, really easy to finish. That, that, that so one. I think with generally with winter warmers, the amount of booze that's in them help balances out the sweetness that you get, um, because that doesn't have the booze in it. It's all got the same combination of crystals and, mm. and, and, and the malts and that. that. That sweetness comes from all about the booze being there to, to hold it back. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the next one, which was the 1060. Yep. Uh, which was a, w- w- one of the two that I was very excited about because this was a this is, this is an old dog bolter recipe, it's an isn't old dog it? Bolter. Yeah, I've got a friend who used to be a dog bol- uh, used to be a perking brewer. Um, she gave me her recipe notes. Uh, I mean, Eddie Gant, who brews dog bolter. Um, he published his, his notes out anyway, but um, so I got that recipe off her, 
uh, brewed it on, on a small kit and then put it into wood because I've always been a fan of Dog Bolter. It was an absolutely gorgeous beer. It really was. I mean, for a time, it was, you know, it's time it was really strong. I mean, 6% beer. Whoa. Yeah. But um, yeah, for now. But um, I really wanted to put it into wood and see how the wood would affect it and how it could be completed, as it were. And so yeah, I just jumped at the chance to, to brew it. I think it's just such a great beer. I mean, I, I can still, I can still vividly remember drinking Dog Bolter in a Firkin pub and literally thinking I was a dog's bollocks uh, amongst my friends because I was drinking a beer that was like 6% and, and they were all yeah. on their, their, their 4.2% lagers and yeah. I was like, yeah, <laughs> check me out. When, when, when they were helping me back to the car at the end of the evening. You were still trying to say, check me out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe not so much. But for, for me, I, I really enjoyed that. Mm. I mean, it was, it was perfectly balanced um, and it was just so easy to drink. It was, I mean, I mean it was too easy to drink. Yeah, yeah. almost ahead of itself. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely yeah. So many beers were. Um, yeah. We just we, we, we seem to be bringing things out now in, in this industry and saying this is new, it's yeah. brilliant, it's great. Yeah, they were doing it in the 1800s. Yeah. And Barclays Exit, as an example, is a mild. It's you know from the early 1800s. It's eight and a half percent. It's uh, about 100 IBU. It's very pale. These days it'd be classified as a double IPA then it was a mild we're not bringing out anything new we're just doing new hops into it and, but the flavours are really quite identical when you use a lot of English hops you get the same sort of flavours mm. and, and you do that quite a lot don't you you like digging into to, to old recipes oh, yeah. And, yeah, love and, and recreating history yeah, yeah. Uh, you, when, you came, when you did Indie Man you came up here for a few days last year for, 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 for the history of and IPA yeah. the history of IPA which was a, you had an amazing how, set how many, of beers how many beers did you do for that? 12 and you tried I managed about 6 or 7 before I had to I, I literally couldn't get any more oh, in me rubbish <laughs> come on I did over half he did he did 12 and you didn't bother trying the rest I, I couldn't physically try <laughs> I, I, I think it, it got to that point because the, they, they started off the, the first two were about and, and this is what he does he lulls you in uh, first two are about four point something percent Sessionable. and then there's a jump to six and a half and then it's eight and a half and then it's it's on from there and, yeah. and that was what that was what did me so what, 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 you know, obviously before we get to next bit, what is it about, about the old recipes that you want to try and get out of it then I kind of want to prove that beer used to be good and too many people I think just sit down and you know they talk about beer and how it used to be awful and it, modern breweries are really great and old breweries are really crap and so well no because I remember even when I started properly drinking in, in, in the early 90s beer was actually pretty good and but everyone's got this opinion no beer was always crap and I think it comes from the fact that the only beer they sort of remember is from the 60s the 70s and the 80s when it was crap but you go back even further and I think that those brewers I think they really knew what they were doing. Their equipment was minimal, uh, minimalist compared to what some of the breweries have got now. I mean, a lot of breweries, you just push a button and it does the same thing again and again and again. They didn't have automated temperature control. They didn't have sight lines and flow meters and all of these sorts of things on it. And yet they were able to produce a beer that must have been good enough so that those breweries could get bigger and bigger and bigger, buy out other ones, and people would keep drinking those, um, their beers. When you look at the, the size of some of the Thai pub estates that some of the family brewers have, especially around here, they're massive. These breweries became very rich families. So the beer must have been pretty good. So, yeah, I just kind of like to prove that, get some of these old recipes, brew them so that we can actually see what they were like. 
and either say, well, yeah, that beer was good, or no, that was actually really crap. And so far, generally, the beers are good. Um, going back to Barclays X, absolutely superb. I've done um, a Tetley's Dinder Pale Ale. I mean, Tetley's in the 1868. We're doing one of the first IPAs. Pure Goldings, pure Marisotta, really tasty. But people think Tetley's, oh, they're shit. No, they actually used to be really great. Yeah, I mean, Tetley's was one of my first cast beer lovings. I used to be part of the pub quiz team, and uh, the home the home pub was a Tetley's pub. Mm. And that was their, their beer on cast, you know, so I fell in love with that. Yeah, this is it. It's it, fantastic. It's good, I mean, but you talk to a lot of people and say, oh, Tetley's, oh, that's awful. And it's like even Green King, Abbott Ale used to be an amazing drink. Abbott I used Abbott to seek it out. Fantastic. Yeah. Abbott Reserve is all, it's a little bit like what it, Abbott Ale used to be like, I think, the Reserve. But it's not, it's still not a patch. Mm. Still but, not a patch. It's such a shame. Yeah, it, it really is. And that's kind of what I wanted to prove here. And this is why you know we do two sorts of beer here, really old styles or totally bizarre, mad new stuff. How, how do people that come here for the first time, mm. <laughs> how do they respond to the old style beers? Because I, I can imagine that sometimes that they might be a bit of a challenge to them. Uh, not usually, no. But a lot of times people don't even realise that they're drinking a, a, a historical recipe. They just drink a beer and, and they like it. Um, well, hopefully they like it. Usually they do. And, um, yeah, they they just drink a beer and think it's, and think it's a beer. And I think this is because there's heritage beers are pretty much the same as what we've got now during the, you know, the craft movement. They're not really that dissimilar. So people just come and go try a beer and say, oh, yeah, that, you know, that's quite nice. And then they move on, say, from a heritage beer to one of the, you know, the keg out and that. And there's not that huge amount of difference yeah. between the two. But there aren't there aren't many people doing heritage beers in the UK, are there? You've got you've got to be one of a, a very exclusive yeah, all, club. You get you get some of the big regional brewers dip back into try, their yeah, so trying like to do, do yeah. certain bits of their ranges um, and dip back into their recipe books, but not many. Even Heineken did one recently, where they got the grains and regrew the grains in the, the, its own field, and they reharvested and cultivate their own yeast, and they got the hops all grown there. And from what I understand, the beer that they put out, they invited lots of people over to the brewery, you know, the beer writers and that. And it was just Heineken, and it wasn't overly special. Yeah. <laughs> so unfortunate. That'd be really. But they put uh, a lot of honey uh, in What's it taste like? Heineken. Tastes like what you get down the co op. Yeah, um, half the price. So, so, so let's come back to the last yeah, two yeah, beers that, that, that you've got in the wood there. Uh, 1064 yep. uh, is a beer that you're calling Not Broadside. Oh, I'm calling it 1064, um, but it's. It, I just oh, write. Well, originally, <laughs> you wrote on it. Yeah, not <laughs> I, I write on like my casks notes of what the beers are actually are before I come up with the names for them, or just so that I know which one's which. And yeah, that one's not broadside at all in any way whatsoever, other than the recipe. <laughs> that's good. That, that's good. Yeah, it's and, and we're both we're both massive broadside fans. Yeah, and it's completely coincidental, but I liked it a lot. It, I, I loved it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm a massive broadside fan. I love Adams beers, except for the Southwold, um, just personal taste. But I really like Adams beers, and I think as a brewery, they have managed to do craft as well as traditional stuff. We, they, we said that, didn't we? They're probably the only yeah. big regional brewery that I think, I think have are. done it well. Yeah, yeah because yeah. they didn't try to rebrand anything they didn't try to just stick some f- badly designed labels on bottles they just brewed some bloody good beer yeah, yeah. but they were still drinkable yeah they didn't just go let's make something wild and wacky that completely alienates Adnams 
beer people and Adnan's fans, mm. they just brewed some really nice beers. Yeah. They didn't push it to the to the Zenith. No. They sort of found a, a, a they found a sweet spot, I think. Yeah. I, I think they realised they were never gonna maybe attract some of the today's craft drinkers. No. But they found a happy middle ground in in terms but of sound. Really well. um, and yeah. by in that middle ground, by not trying to attract them, they have. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you see things like the Adams Mosaic on in, I mean the first time I actually got to try that, I was in uh, Dunedin in New Zealand. I was at a craft, uh, Dunedin Craft Beer Festival and they had the Adams Mosaic on. So you know, they were side of the planet and this you know, the, those Adams have made it to New Zealand for this craft beer festival. And I'm thinking, well I'm gonna have to try it now. And it was really good. And it's it's still a really nice beer, and mm. that's it. By not trying to attract it, and by not trying to go out and get all of the craft hipsters and, and anything like that, I think they've realised that's you know that doesn't work. Yeah. Let's just brew good beer, and that's what and they, and they do their cast very well. Oh yes, they do their cast yeah. very well. Like I said, I'm with you on the southward. For me, it's mm. too much fumbles. If I'm being just honest, in, in terms of the the, the old broadside re- <laughs> recipe, yeah. How how old a broadside recipe? I think is, it's is it? from the seventies or maybe the eighties. It's not hugely old. So is, is it the cask broadside or the bottled broadside? Because obviously there's a there's, there's an ABV difference no, in, in those two beers. beers. They, they are two different. They need beers. to they need to change the name of one of them. Seriously, I, I, no, no, I I agree actually. When you I, I, when, I when you've got a beer that's essentially two percent difference in a bottle than it is it tastes yeah. different yeah it, it's like when they started messing about with winter and Sob goblin as well if the if the abv is that different it's not the same beer you can't yeah. translate if you drop it 0.1 percent or up at 0.1 percent fine but if you drop it two percent no it's a, it's a different beer and the broadside cask is about four eight or something yeah and the bottle six two yeah yeah the bottle's the highest that's, that's quite a difference but the bottle is the brilliant. bottle's how it should and taste and i feel like it that's what broadside is I think the cast should be renamed. It did, but they had they dropped the cask version because they were worried that people wouldn't in in your standard pub wouldn't drink a six percent beer. Then what they should do is have a a competition (laughs) and rename it, rebrand it. Yeah, but but which yeah, which one remains broadside? Yeah, so broadside's the bottle. Broadside's got to be the bottle. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. the bottle broadside is definitely the best one. And when Um, you can get that on cask, yeah. They did the barrel age one recently as well, didn't they? Yes. Which I, I got to try because Fergus came up and did a meet the brew at uh, Piccadilly Tavern Day here. And yeah, that was just amazing. That yeah. really was. Did you, you got to try it, didn't you? I, I got to try it yeah, at I the brewery it. and they, they keep threatening to put a Christmas special out of that in like a nice bottle with maybe a wax seal and that sort of thing. And it's all over there. I'd, I'd, be, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd buy the entire shop's worth of that. Sean would. Yeah, we'd have to fight him Our for friend it. Sean, yeah. Then. Does that? Yeah, and and, and then the whole wax seal stuff. I mean, yes, it looks pretty, but does it do anything? Not for me. It, it, well, it makes it harder to open. It, it makes it terrible to open. Yeah, trying to scrape scrape your way through a wax seal. It's like for God's sake, just if let it, me if get it. If it's the brittle stuff, then you know you're, you're, you're scraping it. It's going everywhere, yeah. and then when you get the cork out, the wax falls in. Just put a crown cap on it and give me the bottle. Yeah. And the bottle opener, it'll, yeah, it'll be fine. I suppose they're doing it. You know, if people are going to lay it down for several years and then you know the wax will help keep it airtight. No, if, if it's to be laid down for several years, lay it down in your brewery and sell it when it's ready. Mm. Interesting view. <laughs> That's one we'll come on to again. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the final beer that you've got in the yeah. wood there is the 1070, yeah. which is. An old Tom recipe? It's an old Tom recipe, yeah, from a similar sort of era to... No, it's a bit older than the, the Adams Broadside one. Um, 
I just I remember as as a kid and even as a teenager, you'd go into bars and or into pubs over winter, and there would always be a wooden pin of a winter warmer on the back bar. And people would be sat there drinking in the in the, in the third. So it's the only time you ever saw nips in, 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 in pubs. You know, people would be having a third. So it was a nip. A nip's a third. A nip's a third. Yeah. There you go. And a schooner is a sherry measure. I'm sorry. Two thirds of a pint is two thirds of a pint. A, sh- a schooner is a large sherry glass. You know, the, the ones that have got yeah. sort of like the the base of the denting in the middle. That's a schooner. The small ones are clippers. We already have a glass size in this country with a legal measure or called schooner. Two thirds of a pint is two thirds of a pint. And I'll argue that point with any idiot. Okay, so when I get my Manchester beer glass later. Yeah, it's not a schooner. <laughs> no, it's a butterfly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, so look at the shape of them. You'll never be able to drink from them again. That's ruined mm, about that's half tasty. my glass collection. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to to, to enjoy those again. Um, it's a bit like Michael McIntyre with a snooker. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I I really like winter warmers on, on the back bars. I loved yeah. it as a, as a teenager. I thought this was really good. It made it a little bit special, and then it just disappeared and. The, the Robinson's Old Tom was the last one I saw. It was uh, about ten years ago. They had one in a bar in uh, in Lancaster, and again they were limiting it to, uh, to half six. I mean, the landlady we were allowed to drink it in pints, and it's just a really I think it's a really nice little tradition that used to happen, and it's just not there anymore. And I, I really wish pubs would do it. I, I said to quite a few pubs that I deal with. I'll be doing winter warmers in, inward over, over the window. If you want one, let me know. And just, this was in the summer. Like, yeah, that's a great idea. Not a single one ordered one. Really? Yeah. That's a shame. I think that is a shame because yeah, because they look good as yeah, well, don't yeah, they? But they look just as good as uh, the mulled cider and mulled wine. Yes. people do it. Yeah, you know, the, the very black, almost like the witches. Yeah, yeah, the, the uh, baked oil. Yeah. yeah, and uh, usually used for baked beans. Yeah, exactly. But they, they <laughs> for six for six weeks it becomes a, a mulled mm. wine or cider holder. I think that would be just and, as good. And any one of those four that we've tried today would, would work as that type of drink. Yeah. yeah. In in the run up to Christmas, over Christmas, into the new year. What's your favourite out of four? Probably the dog bolter. Oh, the 1060. Yeah. So, so, sorry. <laughs> the, 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 not the, the dog the, bolter. The, the, not, not dog bolter, <laughs> but the dog bolter recipe but that's known as 1060. Mm. I really what, what love you? the 1064, which wasn't the broadside. The, the not broadside? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, my favourite was the Old Tom. But you're a fan of Old Tom, aren't I you? Am you, a you, fan you were saying, yeah. As well. yeah. The thing is, I, I can't pick between those. I think the 1048 is a bit, the, the, the session one is a bit sweet. And not, it just there isn't enough there for, for the flavours that are in it. It seems a bit light. It almost feels but, like it needs a little bit more to lift it. Yeah, about, so. about another 4%. <laughs> Brilliant, I love I that. Say, I say percent. <laughs> no, I, 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 I love that approach. Let's, fuck it, let's just raise the ABV, that'll do it. Let's double it. Yeah. But no, I, I, the last two are fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, really, I've enjoyed doing all four, and much as I enjoyed doing your IPA series, or, or trying to do the IPA series. And um, certainly for me, this is. Uh, you're rapidly becoming a destination when I come to Manchester to see what you've <laughs> what, what you've got on and what what new experiments you're up to. And so, it's got the Wii on a big screen. Uh, uh, and Nintendo Wii on a big screen. And the electric fire, yeah. which, which just sets everything off. Um, listen, Steve, we really appreciate you hosting us this afternoon, yeah, no and, and we really appreciate the beers as well. So, so, so thank you very much for giving us your time. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers.